0: Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in Corporation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, Here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well,
1: good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. And Lord, we truly want everyone to go to heaven. So Father, we're specifically praying today for every boy and girl, man and woman, in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. We're also praying for their past, present, future spouses, all the children they have now and the future in their family members, all grandchildren they have now and the future in their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now and the future in their family members. By faith and agreement, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, become real and alive to each person. May each person understand your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding that by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And they would humble themselves before you, repent of their sins, to receive you, Lord Jesus, as Savior and Lord, being gloriously born again from above. And Father, please get every person into a good Bible-believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water. They would receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're praying for every demon possessed, demonized, and captive to be set free, and all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease, and your people to receive and to walk in financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of their debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we agree for that, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Also, Father, we love the Jewish people so much. Father, remove the blinders and scales off their hearts and minds. May they truly see that Jesus Christ is their Messiah and Savior and Lord and get born again. In agreement with your word, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And also in agreement with your word, Father, we understand they have a covenant right to all the land of Canaan. Lord, restore all that land to them, protect them from all their enemies. Uh, Father, give them like your word, declares, give them total victory in the Psalm 83 war, the Ezekiel 38, 39 war, and show them how to take out effectively Iran's nukes with no damage or loss to them and we thank you for it and we bless the jewish people in jesus name but father also father god we know that things are falling apart in america and we know it's on purpose but father we're gonna agree uh, many of these things to stop or be hindered father we pray against the digital currency we know joe biden and the fed are trying to roll out that fed now Father, it's to lead to a one world currency so they control our finances and they can cut off any time they were doing something they don't like. Lord, stop this great evil, Father. Send their plans into confusion and derision. May they fight among themselves, raise up millions of Christians to speak against it, Lord, and shut this down at least until after the rapture. Father, don't let them create any more of those virus, viruses or pestilences, Father God, in those bio labs, Father God. If Necessary, Lord, burn them down. Stop their evil. May they explode. Don't let them do it, Father God. I know they're already talking about it, Lord, just like the other one was premeditated. They're already premeditating another one. Shut these people down in Jesus' name. And Lord, secure our borders. Father, you know foreign soldiers terrorists, pedophiles, drug dealers, people who are just getting broke out of jail and sent to America to bring destruction to our country. We cry out to you, Lord. Whether it be through law enforcement or your angelic host, drive out of this country every person who is here illegally and allow only those people to come in that come according to your will and purpose and according to our laws and constitution. And also, Father, protect our power grid Let there be no EMPs Let there not be any, Father, taking out our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal, our water, contaminated. Father, stop these evil. And if anyone tries to do it, expose them, Father God, and shut them down. And also, Father, protect our farms. Father, we agree that all the land in America is being restored to Americans, all uh, foreign people who have taken uh, our our farms and and purchased for themselves. Lord, take that away. That's not right, Lord Jesus. Stop this evil. Don't let them destroy any more of our food production plants either. We cry out to Thee right now. And, Father God, You know there's no justice in America anymore. So, Father, we're appealing to You. I don't know that there's any politicians we can trust at this point. Maybe there's a few. But Lord, we ask you to bring your divine justice against the Joe Biden administration and everyone in it, Father God. Reveal and bring to light in every way they've broken the laws gone against our Constitution, and and done evil in your sight, Father God. And bring forth your justice now, and let everyone in America know that you're real and that you did it. And then beginning with the church, including all America, people would walk in the fear of the Lord, and they'd be afraid to do evil, knowing that you're watching, and you'll catch them doing it. And also, Father, don't let them put any more mRNA material into our food, our water, our plants, our animals to try to poison us. And, Father God, take away their poisonous in the sky, too, Father God, with those chemtrails. Father God, shut down that evil, too. Father, this uh, WEF is a world system of death, and Lord Jesus, shut it down, Father God. Expose it for what it is and bring millions of people into your kingdom before the rapture. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So much to pray for. We could just pray all, all our time, couldn't we? Well, let's get into the Word of God. We've been doing a, th- a two-part series, and now it's extended to a three-part series about not neglecting our salvation, how big our salvation is. And God says, don't neglect it. Let's read that passage again, Hebrews 2, 1 through 4. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we let them slip, or another good word would be drift away. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and it was, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, yeah, you're going to pay. If you do what's right, you'll be blessed. If not, you'll be cursed." How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? And oh, we have a great salvation. Big, big, big. Okay. We're talking about that. Which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard them. God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Okay, real quick recap. What are some benefits and blessings of our salvation? Number one, the forgiveness of sins. And even though the Lord forgives us for our sins, when we sin as a Christian, the Bible says we're still supposed to confess our sins, 1 John 1, 9, and we're to repent, Revelation 3, 19. Also, God commands us to forgive everyone, who sins against us. It's not a suggestion. It's not an option. God says, forgive or else. Number two, the gift of eternal life. We have eternal life right now. Colossians 2, 1, 12 through 14. We've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of his dear son. We're there now. In Ephesians 2, 6, and we might be looking at that in our next broadcast. We're seated with Christ in the heavenlies now. That's our position in Christ. You're there now according to the word of God. Also, we talked about the benefit of righteousness. We have right standing with God. And even though we've received right standing with God, the Bible tells us over and over we're to do and practice righteousness. We're to live righteously in this life, and we're to obey God. One of the latest revelations that I've come to see and understand, do you know, and I know some of you won't believe me, there are Christians that think they don't have to obey God. I know that's nuts. I know that's crazy. It's the day we live in that you can claim to be a Christian, be saved, but you really don't have to obey God and do what He says. That's nuts that's insanity, that's apostasy. We've been talking a lot about that, right? Also, we receive freedom from bondage. Uh, We've been uh, delivered from the penalty of sin, but also the power of sin. We can walk in faith, obedience, and love, and and we have the victory over Satan and his kingdom and over sinful desires. And then we've been focusing a lot on healing. We've been trying to show you improve beyond a shadow of a doubt. Not only is the forgiveness of sins and eternal life part of your salvation healing is and we're going to look at this in the word of God it's the children's bread it's our inheritance in Christ quick review we're not going to go over the scriptures but hit the highlights Isaiah 53 3 through 6 the Bible says talking about Jesus by his stripes we are healed That's physical healing. Any healing you need, spirit, soul, or body, Jesus provided it. Again, confirmation scripture, Matthew 8, 16 through 17, Jesus was doing nothing but casting out demons and healing the sick. And God said that was a fulfillment of Isaiah 53, 4. Again, he took our infirmities, and he bore our sicknesses, Jesus Christ. And then Peter, looking back to what Jesus accomplished on this cross, said in First Peter two twenty four, "...who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live in the righteousness." Notice here, don't stop there. "...by whose stripes ye were healed." So healing and deliverance is part of salvation. It's your inheritance. In fact, we're going to see how Jesus lets us know that as a child of God, New Testament Christian, it is the children's bread. Let's go to that passage, and then we'll look at some things we can do to, to enforce that victory. Matthew 15, verse 21. Then Jesus went from there and departed into the borders of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same borders and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a demon. Okay. Notice, just a little bit to think about, when any person came to Jesus asking for mercy, whether it be healing or deliverance, the Bible says they got it. Now, this woman, Jesus, was a little more reluctant, and we'll look at that. But just realize realize also that healing, deliverance, as well as just being born again and forgiving, is a mercy. And, oh, I've got to tell you this, because as a Christian, I do practice this scripture uh, often, Hebrews 4.16. Let us, therefore, come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So you need to know deliverance and healing is not just part of salvation. It's a mercy. And God shows mercy. And this is one way he does it. So she's crying out for her daughter, not for herself. But he answered her, not a word, okay? But again, here's the picture. Jesus came originally just to minister to the Jewish people that they would accept him and receive them, and they would be the evangelists and preachers that would lead the Gentiles to salvation. So Jesus is focusing, and we'll see this in just a minute, on the Jewish people. He's not so much messing with the Gentiles at this point, okay? She's outside of the covenant, okay? Okay. Verse 23, he answered her not a word. He kind of blows her off. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, send her away, for she crieth after us. Her disciples are always saying, no, tell this woman to get out of here. Okay, all right. And he answered and said, here's proving what I'm telling you. I am not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Okay, in other words, Jesus is my focus, and the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit right now is focused on the Jewish people. You're a Gentile. You're outside the covenant. Okay. But let this story continue. Then came she and worshiped him. Oh, that's the smartest thing you can ever do. Number one, she went to Jesus. <laughs> Remember Jesus Christ, Hebrews 13 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's why you should get excited about this message. Okay. She worshiped him saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, and oh, you might, if you're marking your Bible, put a little mark by this. But he answered and said, it is not right to take the children's bread and to cast it to the dogs. Again, Gentiles were considered dogs outside the covenant, okay? So, again, I'm telling you what Jesus says is if you were a Jewish person, If you were in covenant, I would have just taken care of this. I would have taken care of that demon instantly, but you're not in the covenant. But if you are in the covenant, this deliverance, this healing, and folks take this to the bank, is the children's bread. It's your portion. It's your inheritance if you're in covenant with God. Oh, are you a born-again believer? You're in covenant with God through Jesus and his precious blood. Do you get the picture here? Healing and deliverance for you, the born-again person, is the children's bread, and you're a child of God through faith in Jesus. But this woman's outside the covenant. But Jesus is just saying, let me read it again it is not right to take the children's bread in other words this is your portion inheritance if you are part of the covenant and cast it to the dogs okay now we can't stop there because she gets what she's going for i love it here then she said truth lord yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table (laughs) you got any pets i got a dog and if we drop anything boom He's got it, but that's a side note, okay? Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. See, she got it. She came to Jesus. She worshiped him. She wasn't going to leave without getting this deliverance for her daughter. And Jesus saw this persistent faith, and Jesus couldn't resist that and says, Okay, you have great faith in me. It's done. The demon is out of your daughter. Isn't that great? I told you, healing and deliverance is a mercy. And also, if you're a born again believer listening to me, it is for you deliverance and healing according to Jesus. And Jesus Christ is God, the Son of God, fully God, fully man, the way, the truth, and the life. It is your inheritance it is your portion by being born again yes let that build your faith but now let's also look at something else in connection with that you know we're not ta- we're talking about not neglecting our salvation you know there's things we have to do to get our salvation like this woman had to get to Jesus you have to get to Jesus And Jesus is the healer and deliverer. Do you understand that? But notice there's things we can do also. Let's establish that beginning in Matthew 12. I guess we'll start verse 24. When the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow, talking about Jesus, does not cast out demons, but by bills above the prince of the demons. Okay. So th- this is the sin of blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Jesus had been casting out demons in the power of the Holy Spirit, and the Pharisees said he was doing it by devil power. Ooh, you know what that meant? They died and they're going to hell. Do you understand that? See, if you call, you call the work of the Holy Spirit that Jesus is doing the work of the devil, number one, you're not going to get saved because you're not going to run to Jesus, but you're calling the work of the Holy Spirit the devil. And see, nobody gets saved without the Holy Spirit and coming to Jesus. But let's go on. Verse 25, And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom. Now, I want you to understand there's only two kingdoms that exist. But we're looking at that. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. Okay. And if Satan cast out Satan, remember they were saying he was doing it by the powers of Satan, and Jesus is letting them know how ridiculous that is. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself, how then shall his kingdom stand? Okay. Satan does have a kingdom. I know you're not going to believe me. There are actually Christians in, let's just say, woke denominations that don't believe the Bible, and they don't even think the devil's real. That is so stupid. They're going to live eternally with that devil, but they don't believe it. I mean, that just shows you the scales and blinders when you refuse the truth that can come upon you, okay? Satan has a kingdom, okay? Can I tell you something? You're part of that kingdom if you're not born again. <laughs> what did Jesus say in John 3, 3? Except a man be born again, he could not enter into the kingdom of God. You have to be born again to be a child of God, to be a Christian, to be part of the kingdom of God. Until that day, you are a part of the kingdom of Satan, and it's real. Okay. Okay. And if I by Beelzebub cast out demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. Now verse twenty says, this is how Jesus did it. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, that's Holy Spirit, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Amen. Now, he's given a truth here also. We're going to focus on just a little bit. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man. Okay. So the devil has those in his kingdom, and they're actually strong men that have to be bound. Okay, you get the picture? And then he will spoil his good his house. Verse 30, he that is not with me is against me. Okay, there is no neutrality with Jesus. You're either against him or you're for him. And notice the context is you're either with him in his deliverance ministry or you're not with him. And if you're not with him, you're against him. You're a hindrance. Do you get the picture here? (laughs) So all Christians should be a part of Jesus' deliverance ministry according to Jesus. There's no neutral ground. Let me read it again, verse 30. He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Now, here, we're not, we're talking about not neglecting our salvation. See, there's things we can do to bring about healing and deliverance that God requires of us because the devil is attacking us, the world is against us, and our flesh, well, our flesh is still rotten, and the devil is attacking it. Okay. Let's go to Matthew 18, 18. Jesus says, Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So Jesus has given authority to born-again believers to bind, another good word would be forbid things, and also to loose, another good word would be permit. And we'll even look in a good Bible example in a minute. And notice this promise, verse 19. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three, oh, what a wonderful promise. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So Jesus says, get together with another person. Come into agreement. Literally, that word means makes a symphony together. Okay? And bind the things of darkness, loose the kingdom of God, loose healing, loose deliverance, loose blessings, and bind the evil things and the wicked one when they're at work in a person's life or circumstance. Okay, let's just look at a, Practical example of that from Jesus. Let's go to Luke chapter 13 real quick. Look at a story here That again gives it a little bit a of picture of binding and loosing Luke 13 And when and he's teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath Behold there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity That's a demonic spirit Christians can have a spirit of infirmity A demonic spirit in them, okay who had a spirit of infirmity and was bowed together and in no way could lift herself up. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, notice what he says, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. So Jesus looses her from this demonic spirit of infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. And said unto the people, there are six days in which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. Religious idiots. Okay. We don't have time to talk about that. Verse 15. Then the Lord then answered and said, thou hypocrite. Does not each of you on a Sabbath, here is another word, loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? Now, notice here's what Jesus says, who has perfect knowledge. And ought not this woman, who being a daughter of Abraham, okay, she's in the covenant. So gee, she, uh, Jesus immediately meets this need she has. She's in covenant. She's got a demon, but no, people in covenant's not supposed to have those demons in them, okay? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, here it is, whom Satan has bound low these 18 years, be loosed, talked about binding and loosing, that's our part, on the Sabbath day. And when he said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed. So you and I are to find another person that's in agreement with us and bind the works of darkness, bind sickness, disease, uh, whatever work of the devil you're praying for or are praying against, and loose healing, loose the power of God, loose deliverance, loose blessing, Okay, take away the devil's right to, to afflict that person. We have given authority by Jesus to bind Satan in his kingdom and works of darkness and sickness and to loose blessing, to loose healing, to loose people from the bondages therein. So when we're not neglecting our salvation, we're exercising and walking in that authority Jesus has given us to bind the things of darkness the kingdom of darkness and loose the kingdom of god loose people see them set free blessed healed and made whole but we have to do it we have to open our mouths we have to deal with the devil do you understand that okay so we've been talking about not neglecting our salvation healing is part of your salvation but It only begins when you're born again. To be born again, you have to repent of your sins and receive Jesus as Savior and Lord. Do you want to do that? Are you serious? Pray with me right now. Dear God, I see it. I understand that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose again. I repent of my sins right now. Lord Jesus Christ, I'm coming to you. Come into my heart and spirit right now. Be my Savior and Lord. Wash me in your precious blood. I am yours forever. I accept you, and I give my life to you right now, Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Amen. God bless you. Welcome to the kingdom of God.
0: Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryColt at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.